I'm awake. Are you awake, Luke? Yep. I'm All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, my friend? We got Luke Spark, director, filmmaker, writer, all that good stuff. He does it all. Hanging out with us in the movie dojo. That's right. Thank you, my friend, for joining us today. This is going to be a lot of fun talking movies with you. Yeah, yeah. I love talking movies. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, yeah, busy, which is always good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, keeping you busy, right? Yeah, yeah. Busy making movies? Yep, that's yeah, that's what I do day in, day out. Right. Well try to, try to anyway. <laughs> copy that, copy that. So yeah, I you know, I of course, you know, us here on the channel, we're we action movies, martial arts, horror, sci fi, that's what this whole channel is all about. This is what we're all about, this is what we represent. And, <laughs> you know, I love me, Samurai Guy loves him some alien invasion movies. I'm sorry. You know, I'm a fan, right? I like alien invasion movies. You know, I just had a, uh, earlier this year, I had Liam O'Donnell, the director of the Skyline films, was out here, and he was a guest on the show. So we had fun talking about Beyond Skyline and Skylines. And then I came across a trailer for a movie called Occupation. And I was like, this, this look good. <laughs> I was like, this look good. I gotta, I gotta check this out. So I checked it out. Had a blast watching it. We're going to talk about it a little bit in detail. And then we're going to talk about the sequel, right? The highly anticipated sequel, Rain, Operation, excuse me, Occupation Rainfall. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, but yeah, that's samurai stuff here. But before we get into it here, uh, what got you in the, what got you in the biz, my friend? What got you? He's like, you know what? You got the call. You got the calling. I must write, direct, all this good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, uh, my upbringing. Um, I used to sit in, you know, in the eighties and watch. Um, there's pictures of me watching Empire Strikes Back on my Return of the Jedi big bag, like, like constantly when I was sick. There's pictures of me getting the Rancor monster figurine for Christmas. You know, I mean, like, nice. I was a huge Star, a Star Wars fan, so I won't. There's no point denying that situation. Um, <laughs> and I grew up in the eighties, you know, like as you know, and in the nineties, and I got to witness, you know, Aliens and Jurassic Park and oh yeah, Independ Independence Day and all that stuff. Really, sort of, you know, um, and sure for a whole generation, it it, um, you know, everyone went nuts for that stuff, um, and I was I was one of them. Luckily, fortunately enough for me, also um, my family has a, had a business where we hired um, or collected costumes, props for the film industry. Oh, all right. And, military style research history research and all that kind of yeah. stuff that my, that my father started back in the in the 70s and 80s so um it's the only job i've ever done working in the entertainment industry i haven't done anything else so i sort of like got to grow up working working around the being around actors when i was you know seven you know seven years old i was playing around in a film set not yeah. thinking what it was but it was just you know that's just the life that i could have had um so i was lucky enough to experience that and then when i was of age i i, I got to work on film so my first 
one of my first jobs was working with James Franco and uh, Benjamin Bratt on a war film. And then I got to, you know, keep working on films. And I worked on The Pacific with Steven Spielberg um, for, you know, that Band of Brothers sequel. Nice. Um, that was like, that was a huge experience because that was like 12 months worth of, you know, filming and work. And I got to meet all these great HBO directors and, and pick their brains and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Knowing that, knowing that my trajectory wanted to be a director, not just stay as a costumer, as much as I love doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got to do all that. And then around the 2014 mark, I decided to, um, I had to reject offers to do more costume and I started to do my own feature film. Um, there you go. Writing, you know, stuff. So took nice. the step and, uh, you know, did that. So, yeah. Was it, was that at the, around the time when you were doing the, the episodes of the Pacific, was that where you really started to like, getting your feet dirty and, and just really grinding and, and slowly getting better and, you know, perfecting your craft around that time, or you were doing yeah, it way before definitely. that? No, definitely. It was the big experience that I, um, if anyone asks me like the, the, the grind that you're talking about, it's definitely the Pacific, um, being on set every day, working with like, you know, see humongous HBO, you know, um, you know, the, the, the wheelhouse of that was amazing. And it was able to, you know, yeah, just grind it out and uh, just make it work. Nice, nice. That's cool. But first, first, before we get into the movies here, I gotta blow this. I gotta blow this up for chat and everybody watching. Hold on a second, chat. You see this? Look at the look at this background. Look at this. Yeah, he's one of us. <laughs> look at that collection is insane. That is is that is that Iron Man's helmet way in the back there? Way in the background. Oh, that is that is. Oh my good, look at that. Luke, that Luke's helmet. Yep. Oh man, what a phenomenal collection! People say I got a collection. This is nothing compared to you. <laughs> you got Hulkbuster. What, is it? Is it all? Is is it everything? Geek and pop culture, or do you have some anime in there? Oh my goodness! Um, look at this. We're getting a tour. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much just geek and pop culture, like. Anime, yes, but not in this room. I've got it packed away somewhere else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got oh. a family, so I, I got to make sure that I have my space, but everywhere else in the house is obviously family. Right. Stuff. Right. Hey, hey, you got, everybody's got to have their type, their own type of man cave, right? You got to do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. My house me. is Help small, me. so this is it. <laughs> the house is the man cave <laughs> over yeah, here. Yeah, but that's an. Awesome collection, man. That is that is really awesome. So let's get into it here with your movies here. So I came across uh, this. Uh, hold on one second. And this is the this is the first. Is this the first time you worked with Dan uh, Ewing here? Yeah, that was my first movie. That's the one I was talking about that I wrote and directed. Right, right, right. Now this is looking like right up Samurai Guy's alley here. Is this like a a creature feature we got going? It is a creature feature. It didn't. It never got released in the U.S., so you won't be able to find it on any any normal channels. Oh. But, however, however, we are in the middle of um, getting it out there now that my films are hitting the market. Everyone's asking me for more content, so it will come to America quite soon. All we're right, working, awesome. That's working, good news. That's that's great news working, to hear. We're actually working on updating the effects in house at the moment because the it was my first movie and the effects were a bit atrocious. Um, <laughs> And uh, now that I have some, you know, guys behind me from Rainfall, we're actually going back in and uh, and doing it actually this second, like just this past week. So it, oh, it will come. It, it will that's come. exciting! How cool is that? Uh, you got Heather Love watching here. What's up, Heather? She says, "Wow, that is an amazing collection." <laughs> Giving you a little <laughs> shout out there. 
Good. That that man. That is great news to hear about this because I love creature features. You know, I can't wait to uh, see what you guys have planned for this. And looks like we got some going to be some badass action in it. I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. So, do we have maybe a uh, a release date? Maybe maybe by next year. Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So it's like first half of next year. All right, all right. Copy that. Yeah, I'll get uh, that to the world, which will be which will be good. Yeah. Well, we we, films, we we need more creature features. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> films take films for for a filmmaker. It takes a long time to go from worry to go and finish a film and when it doesn't kind of get out to the world that you want it to do it's always yeah. disappointing so it's great to have the opportunity to go back now and so people are coming to me asking for stuff so it's kind of um it's kind of good nice 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 now so what uh gave you what inspired you besides some other movies you probably mentioned earlier oh, oh. what else inspired you You're like you know what let's go sci-fi straight alien invasion type movie let's do it yeah um, well, you know, for a kid, like I said, those films I grew up with, but for a kid um, living in Australia and, uh, you know, looking out the window as I drive home and see lights in the sky and, and, and coming out of Independence Day, but thinking, you know, what would it look like for my hometown um, for the, I, that I see every day? And there was a glimpse at the end of Independence Day of the Sydney Harbour Bridge and everyone celebrating. And I remember being in the cinema in 96 and the whole Australian crowd, like, went nuts because it was, like, the first time kind of we've seen ourselves on, like, a big, a big sci-fi movies yeah. always like new york and all that kind of stuff yeah. um and i always remember that experience so when after red billabon i was in la and i was pitching a bunch of other projects that were hugely expensive or more expensive than this one and people were oh, sort of iffy about it and then i just sort of on the spot came up with well i could do an alien invasion film because it's up my wheelhouse and i've got a background in military as well and we've got all this stuff and so sort of just pitched this idea of a small town you know um, a small town group people and follow them rather than like the white house or or something else right um, right right and uh, my producers also looked around like what the fuck is this movie that you're talking about um <laughs> and uh and um yeah and then i walked out and, I, and on the way home i started writing it because it, it is in my wheelhouse and i do know it quite well um the sci-fi genre and by the time i got back i sort of you know got the treatment together and um away we went Nice, nice. I was reading some comments of people that enjoyed the film, and uh, they were there were some comments where they were saying that um, they don't get this type of movie a lot in uh, in Sydney. So, are you like the first to do something of this scale in your yeah, area? It's, it's, it's the first alien invasion film for Australia. Yeah. Wow! Wow! So you're in a way kind of a pioneer, <laughs> getting in a way, right? In, in, in a way, it's always nice, yeah. Wow. So this is the first. Well, how awesome is that? How awesome is that? But yeah, I, I, I enjoy how the the whole, you know, kind of like maybe first 10 to 15 minutes, you know, it's it's kind of almost like a family-friendly movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, really, you really did a good job setting it up here. You know, like a really yeah. family-friendly, oh, you know, let's do it. Of course, before the shit hits the fan, you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah. I got. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I've I've heard that before. That it feels like it's a different story, or well, not a different story, but like yeah, family friendly, and then suddenly turns on turns onto the alien. Yeah, I'm sure that was on purpose. But I definitely got a uh, a Red Dawn vibe uh, yeah. from the movie. Did you were you a fan of Red Dawn? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably easy to. Um, 
sort of guess my pitch to the studios, it was like Red Dawn meets Independence Day. You know what I mean? There like, you go. Nice, like that's, nice. That's the thing. So like that's what yeah. we went with. And, and again, Australia hasn't really seen a Red Dawn. There was there is a book series called Tomorrow When the War Began. They made a movie about which is you know Red Dawn esque. Um, yeah. And that did okay. So people like those movies and that's kind of you know it started off as a very smaller movie a, a, a occupation did like i when i pitched it i just said to the guys you know just get a million bucks and just go in the bush and just film some aliens and just you know it'll, right. be, a, it'll be a red dawn thing in the bush and then to me morrison signs on you know so as a joke you know i was like oh we should get you know he'd, he'd be cool as like you know, let's get jake the must to be you know Peter and then we're like oh he'll never do it and then he comes back and says you know I'm on the Gold Coast and let's meet up and you know let's talk about it and I was like oh okay and you start sort of getting actors attract actors and suddenly the film is bigger than what I anticipated so I was always trying to make it bigger as I went along it never it was always on the fly I was running by the seat of my pants through that whole um, film nice nice and uh, it's awesome you got Tamura in here man that guy's legend I don't think yeah. I've seen. I don't think I've seen him act bad in anything. <laughs> I mean, he's that guy. I mean, before he became, you know, Django Fett, and, and of course now reprising Boba Fett. You know, yep. it's like I was already a fan of this guy. You know, Once Were Warriors and a movie called Tracker with him and Ray Winstone, and you know, he's just he's just phenomenal. I mean, that guy's just yeah. great. Love yeah, seeing yeah. that guy in everything. It's always, it's always, it's always fun when he pops up in movies. My. My two and a half year old loves Moana, and I have to, you know, it makes me laugh every time I see the film. She sits, she watches it constantly, and then I hear uh-huh. this: "No one goes beyond the reef." And I'm like, that's, "Yep, that's that's Tamara." <laughs> yeah, Tamara's great, uh, but yeah, you know, I, you know, you have the whole Red Dawn feel to it, and you know, our our cast of characters here, great cast too, by the way. I enjoy everyone in the film, but. Uh, when I started get, um, of course, the alien invasion stuff is always great. It's always fun to see. But when I started to get even more on board with the film is when we got to the house sequence. So when we got to the house sequence, they're all basically kind of hiding out in there. And our cast of characters thinks that everything's fine and they can just hide out in there until they get discovered by the alien horde, the greys. And I love that sequence because they're all hiding. They're all, it's all, you know, they're scared. They're freaking out. And then they're like, you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) Like that was really the... Like the first, like, all right, fuck it. We're going to fight back now, man. Everybody, all these aliens are going down. And then they started to, there was there was conflict between the characters too. But when you have the greater evil show up, they're like, screw this. We're all working together, man. Yeah. Great scene. You got Dan tackling, rugby tackling aliens through walls. I mean, let's go. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly how <clears throat> that sequence came about was that whole, you know, let's, the moment they all decide to sort of, <clears throat> out of necessity, come together and then later on decide um, that that's what they're going to do. But, yeah, it was, a, it was a good sequence. Originally in the script, that was just out in the bush somewhere around a campfire. Um, yeah. And, again, like like I said before, by the seat of my pants, I was like, went to the art department and said, can we have the materials to build a little house set that would be better in a house and better if we could do lights outside? And, um, and they did. So, yeah, that sort of grew as we went along as well. Nice, yeah. But I, that's when I was like, I'm sitting up now. Like, that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm watching the movie. I'm like, all right, I'm sitting up now. I'm, I'm, I'm even more invested now because I yeah. love stuff like that. Have you seen a movie called Born to Fight? It's a no. film in Thailand. Same thing. Uh, a similar situation where you, you have these uh, athletic uh, 
team that goes out to this village to kind of visit and stuff like that. And then you have the these mercenaries show up and they just have to fight back. Like the mercenaries take over the village. It's fantastic stuff. Check it out. It's called Born yeah, to I, Fight. I, I, it's really good. Really good. But yeah, I, I love that sequence. And I, you know, I love how you actually shown a little bit, it took some time to show that the rebels are training and actually working together to actually concocting like plans to ambush the aliens and free other humans. I enjoyed that. And it's the little things, little, little details too. I like how now you're seeing hail, the, the, the alien helmets on vehicles, <laughs> our rebel vehicles driving around. They got hail, they got alien helmets. They're like taking them as trophies. They're even hanging up bodies, and you got the one guy flipping them off like that. <laughs> I was like, you know, welcome to Earth. I think you took it to a whole other level, and I like it. Yeah, yeah, we have to try to think of something different. Yeah, I mean, you got to try to do something fresh. Yeah, but it was fun. I enjoyed that. And then, unexpectedly, because uh, Independence Day doesn't do this, even Resurgence, you take time out to show a sympathetic side to the aliens. It's, that was very unexpected. I did not you know, see that coming at all, especially with the character of Amelia. She's starting to see things very differently. Mm. And she's seeing you know, the greys with their children suffering and stuff because the humans are blowing up their bases and stuff like that. So she's seeing a different, she's seeing the horrors of war. Like she gets it, we have to survive. It's all about humanity. But at the same time, she's seeing that they're kind of suffering too. And maybe not all of the greys on board with this whole invasion thing. I was not expecting that at all. That was kind yeah, of fresh. That, yeah, that was that was a huge um, part of the pitching process. And for me, like I said, you go do something fresh. And like I said before, I'm a fan of history. And I look back on World War One and World War Two, especially World War One. you know, just kind of, I mean, soldiers in the trenches, they didn't hate each other. There wasn't like Nazis back then. Like right. they were just ordinary guys came out for that Christmas truce and they shook hands. And they went back and started shooting each other. Like all these yeah. stories that I'm very fascinated with. And then at the end, they just signed a peace treaty. And it's like, that's it. That's it. We're going back home now. Um, I kind of look back on history and think like, you know, what if these aliens are just like so many parts of our history, Chris Columbus or Captain Cook coming to countries that just happen to be like inhabited. And they're like, well, that sucks, but we're here now too. Like there's lots of themes in there that I find interesting. Um, and of yeah. course there wars and that, cause that's what you see all the time. Look back on our history. You know, someone rocks up in another country and there's a war. Like, so it's kind of just like the first contact intergalactic war in a way. Um, right. And you find out that they lost their planet. So they're just trying yeah. to basically survive here. They're just doing it on, a, on an aggressive level, <laughs> trying to yeah, take over, yeah. you know, yeah, Earth. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was not expecting that. That was that kind of took me for a loop there, but I enjoyed that. It was different. And, and especially the scene where the movie, for me, got dark. I was like, yo, what is happening right now, man, when you have the sequence? I know exactly. I know exactly to, yeah, Tamura, they, they capture one of the greys. And of course, Amelia is trying to communicate and see what's going on. She's trying to she's trying to a different approach with the with the aliens. And Tamura, he's just he's all thinking vengeance, man, because they got they, they kidnapped his wife and kid, you know. And he he doesn't know if they're dead. He doesn't know. And he just goes in there and beats the. <laughs> we can do spoilers for this film. This movie's been out for a while, but it beats the alien to death, and our hero. Who is Dan, who's our hero in a way, is just sitting in the back watching the whole time, just like sitting across the chair like this. <laughs> no, no emotion. I was yeah. like, whoa, this is what is happening right now. But go ahead. 
yeah no i completely agree like it was a great scene to shoot it was a great you know everyone everyone enjoyed that that, that day. <laughs> was like, just like, me, what? yeah yeah for me there's nothing more interesting than having a group of people in the in a scene and having yeah. different points of view because that's what makes it obviously drama um so yeah that was a, it was a really yeah good and, and and you can see dan and amelia having problems because they're an item and you can see them struggling with their different views about the war and how to handle things very interesting man it's yeah, and I, knew, but... and I knew I knew straight up there'd be um, people that didn't agree with it, and it was very interesting for me no. online to read to read all the comments. Like, oh, you know, as a filmmaker, I tried not to because the internet's the internet. But no, I, I got you. Know, you. You go on Twitter or on IMDb, and there's all these comments going, "Oh, that Amelia chick, oh, she's the worst because she's just she's letting aliens run the country. Like, you just kill them all." And I'm like, "Wow, this is people <laughs> like some like." Okay, you just like straight down the line. Doesn't matter if they're <laughs> just kill them. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those things, right? Do we fight Thanos or do we we agree with what Thanos is doing in the Marvel universe? It's one of those things, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, like that scene, I was like, what is happening right now? This is crazy shit. But I like it because you know why I like it. I like it because broken heroes are always more interesting than the perfect clean-cut goody-two-shoe heroes that we've seen a billion times over and over again. And some of those heroes we like for some reason. It could be the personality or their abilities. But it's really interesting when you see the hero struggle, when you see the the conflict. It's very interesting. Instead of just your cookie-cutter, here's your your Will Smith for the movie. He's completely perfect in every way. Will Smith's fun in Independence Day. He made us laugh. But... You know, it's this. It's it's nice to see different. And Broken Heroes to me is always is always going to be more interesting than your usual cookie cutter type of thing. So I I, I enjoyed that. I really did enjoy that. Just Dan, just sitting there, <laughs> the, the character of Matt, just sitting there watching him beat him to death. I was like, dude, occupation got real, son. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's keep it going here. But. Uh, oh, my favorite, I think, quote in the movie is they ask the military guy, all right, what's the plan? And he goes, <laughs> cause a distraction, break your people out, save the fucking planet. <laughs> I was like, that should have been in the trailer, but then I would have ruined the quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you yeah, write that like, or was that ad-libbed? No, I wrote that. Um, it's a cut-down version in the script. It was a bit longer. Oh. On the, and in the edit, I chopped it down to make it more concise. Yeah. Um, that shot was actually a reshoot on the first. I think we had it scheduled for the first day of filming, and it was really manic the first day, and cameras mm. were all everywhere. And then I looked back on the dailies, and I'm like, we need that line, we need it good. Yeah. So I went back and reshot it in like a much more dramatic way. Yeah, that was so, great. I, I was I, I laughed at that. I was like, I like that. I like that. I'm on board with that. Uh, but another thing I didn't see coming is, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, uh, our hero. Uh, Matt, he's so obsessed with killing the Greys that he ends up leading his team and going against good judgment. And they half of the team get killed and he gets knocked out. And then the movie, he's pretty much gone for a while because he's still knocked out. Of course, they take his body to the military base where he's recovering there. And I was not expecting Amelia to kind of take the lead temporarily mm. for a while. Mm. And the whole re- the rebel crew crew that was with her kind of follow her into the battle so they can raid uh you know the alien headquarters in that area to stop the bioweapon obviously and to and to rescue their families that are still in yeah. there i didn't see yeah. that coming 
Again, interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was interesting. So it just evolved. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, it evolved. Uh, and it didn't feel it didn't feel forced. Yeah, it didn't feel forced. It was just kind of like that's just how our character was. Let's go, right? But another thing I enjoyed was the who designed all of the alien tech. I enjoyed the the, the armor, the guns, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so that was designed, a lot of it was sketched out by me really early on, so it's from oh, my nice. head, and then we had a company in Melbourne that sort of uh, made it made it real and practical, uh, because it was all up against it, you know, it's been a couple of years now, but I can remember that I only got the, the shots of the actual finished suits the night before we were filming, so I'm like lying in bed, I was like 11 o'clock, I get a, I get a text message, I'm freaking out, like, oh my god, like, we, how are we going to film tomorrow with what, you know, yeah. and I get the thing, I'm like, Okay, there it is. Can't do anything about them now because we're filming tomorrow. But you know, luckily they were, you know, they were they got us through. They got us through. Nice, nice. But yeah, I enjoyed all of the gun tech, all the alien tech. Period. Yeah, uh, the ships, the designs. Uh, really yeah. enjoyed all yeah. of that. That was that was really really well done. So props to everybody that made that happen. Yeah. Uh, but tons of action in this movie, man. Explosions. I love all the action at the end. But I, I, I was I really enjoyed. I'm the helicopter pilot. That's my cameo. I know. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a cameo on the next one? No. Just oh, just, you should have should threw yourself in there. Rainfall well. was like way too busy for me. I was doing, <laughs> doing everything, so I couldn't do a cameo. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but what I was really enjoying about the action finale, you had like, you know, just gun battles on the ground, in the air, everything. But what really uh, Sets it, sets it apart and makes it exciting. It's not just nonstop shooting. Because nonstop shooting can get boring. But what I liked what you did was the camera angles, man. You made things fast-paced and entertaining and exciting because of all the different camera angles. You had these sweeping camera angles during the finale. And I, I, my, one of my favorite shots is for, uh, for the for the finale was you went first person view for a second there, which was yeah. really awesome, man. I wanted more of this, but I, I was know, pretty, right? I was pretty I good. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, one we had all these cameras hooked up and all the troops, and I was able to cut between different things. I had it all set up so I could do that. And it's funny because I sent it off to, um, you know, the, all the the the, the adults, all, all the guys selling the film in America, and that. And yeah. They, feedback came back they're like we don't like the first person angles cut the first person angles. Boo. Like, oh, like, oh man like they're cool Boo. so i was cutting down so that so that was actually a longer scene uh, a little bit yeah little like bit i more. said i said no i said no i'm gonna keep them okay <laughs> okay good but yeah i something. enjoyed them yeah I, I i enjoyed them too yeah and there was like this one crazy shot where the the the, the camera's like upside oh, down and it just yeah. swivels back up that yeah. was that was really cool uh, yeah, yeah, we got some of that on like a on a on a pickup day. We sort of had a month off, and then I sort of edited the film together, and then sort of isolated some scenes I wanted to shoot. Like the helicopters were only added later on. In the oh, nice. Day. Okay, they weren't originally part of the whole sequence. So. Nice, but yeah, tons of action. Uh, really, some great use of slow motion here. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But again, did not see it coming with uh, Amelia. Uh, be kind of just taking the lead temporarily, you know, because mm. she thinks her 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 man is down for the count. But the cool thing is, you know, Matt isn't down for the count, and he's going off doing having his own little single side mission as well. So everybody yeah. kind of worked together there. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's great because his little side mission with the alien little leader thing is uh, Bruce Spence from uh, Mad uh, from um... humans. <laughs> right. uh, for the actor that played him is from the Road Warrior franchise, the Gyro Captain. Uh, oh Bruce shit! Okay, Revenge of the Sith, and he's you know the the train yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was great getting like a, a, a pop culture icon like him to come in and play the aliens. That was that was. Fun. Oh, that's cool! I didn't know that. How how cool is that? Yeah, that guy's great, man. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he kept saying that. He kept saying that humans. He's like annoyed every time we do yeah. something or we say something smart back to him. He's like humans. I was laughing. I'm like, I was that's laughing. us, man. I was laughing but, too. Just the way I did it. it was funny. <laughs> but yeah, very entertaining flick, man. And of course, you know. Of course you got to have the iconic badass shot at the end there i think amelia right. looks like she's laughing a little bit on the side <laughs> <laughs> I think amelia having, what are you doing but uh I think having a little too much fun at that, <laughs> that it was like one of the last shots we did of the actual whole yeah, um, so yeah. i think they're all kind of in the high spirits you know <laughs> like nice 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 um, hey that's a good sign right everybody having a blast yeah. making a making a movie that's what it's all about man that's yeah, what it's it all hard. about. It was hard that show, but it was fun, and we got through it quite quickly. And um, yeah, how long did it, it take like, to film? Six weeks. Six weeks. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I mean, is that is that considered long? I I, I think that's kind of fast, isn't it? It is fast. Wow. For, 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 for a, like American Hollywood film, right? I guess it was fast. Um, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Definitely yeah. pretty impressive here. Another thing yeah. that I liked about the movie was. Uh, Again, inspired by Red Dawn and Independence Day and stuff like that. But, you know, as much as we love Independence Day, you kind of get tired of the, the usual cliche of, hey, let's just take out the mother target, <laughs> which conveniently sets all the other targets all the way around, you know, all, everywhere else in the, in the world, they shut down. Oh, how convenient, right? It's fun for Independence Day. But we we keep seeing that over and over and over. Just take out the Death Star, we'll be all right, right? Which worked in for the Death Star, Empire Strikes, you know, Star Wars. It worked for the '80s. It worked for Return of the Jedi, right? But yeah. it's kind of a cliche thing, right? I yes. like the fact that this movie didn't end that way. I like the fact that it didn't have this Disney ending, where the baby that got born in the movie <laughs> didn't end up with its parents by the end of the movie. It's war, yeah, right. son. It's I war. Know, that, was, that was pretty dark. I had hey. lots, of conversations, lots of conversations, lots of producers pushing back saying, you can't kill them both. you got to keep one parent alive. And I'm like, no, know, do we have to? Like, why? Like, no. I, it's war, man. This is what happens. And I like uh, on the left there, what's the character's name again? On the left of Matt? Um, the character's name Arnold. By Arnold, Tom. right? Yeah. Is yeah. he Uncle Arnold's going to take care of the baby. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Pretty much. Yeah, and of course it ends with Amelia, you know, approaching things differently and trying to reach out to the aliens, kind of be like, hey, do you want the war to continue or we can try to work together? You know what mm. I mean? I like that. Was, that. Yeah, yeah, you, you you got it, man. Like, exactly how I pitched how I pitched the ending. I said, I don't want the Independence Day trope. I don't want yeah. the Star Wars episode one where the battle droids all fall down and everyone's like, oh, we won because they destroyed the ship. You know, like... Like I said before, World War One and World War Two, they're messy. It's messy stuff. Like, you know, to yeah, get yeah. it's not it's not it's not perfect. Yeah. So occupation, very entertaining flick, my friend. And uh congratulations. Uh getting best feature film there. 
but Australian Screen Industry Network Awards. How awesome is that? Congratulations yeah. to that. Yeah, that was, that was and it looks like everybody just had a blast, man, making yeah. the movie. It was. It was. It was. It was fun. It was a fun film to make. So after yeah. I watched it, you know, I had to watch the second one. So well, I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, "All right, it's I'm I'm loving it because again, it's not like oh everything's fine, yay." You know, she reached out to the alien, shook its hand, and everything's great. The end. No, son, this is war. We're going to keep it going. All right? That's just how it is. It doesn't just end just like that. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So they, we, we, conquered, we conquered battle, you know, at the end of the first movie, but there's still tons of greys everywhere else, you yeah. know, bases. So Operation Rainfall. So did you already have the script to both of these movies written out or you just did no. the first one you was like okay let's evolve and let's see let's 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 see yeah, how it I, works okay I, I really wanted it just to be a one and done i really saw oh okay that's why i finished it just like i finished it in a way where i because of what we just talked about how i wanted it to be not a perfect ending i finished it where it was open-ended i guess luckily for myself and it wasn't until i was editing the part where they kill the alien, they smash him over the head, the one you're talking about. I yeah. ended up those things together and then Amelia's response and a couple of little things together. And I thought, you know what? There's more to this story. Like there's some interesting aspects here that I can really, that I'm interested in. And, um, and that's where I sort of went to the producers and said, I think there's more to this. I think, I, I think there's more stuff in my head. I want to get out. And that's where I came up with the idea for, for rainfall. Nice. Um, so, uh, towards the end of the editing process. So by the time the film had come out, I'd already had the script written um, during the time between delivering the film and then it coming out. So, yeah, it was a very interesting process, that that film. And, uh, you know, I said straight up, I said, this time we're going to do a big. This time we're going to go full bowl. Oh, it's bigger. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. definitely more grand, more action, more fighting, more everything. Shit, the samurai guy, that's my shit now. You're, you're increasing the action and the violence. Samurai gonna be there. We are gonna have some fun. So was yeah. it was a was this a lot more challenging to film? Oh yeah, it is the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. Like this movie. Oh wow. Um, like so, when I look back on that conversation where I said, "Hey, let's do this film," now I kind of shudder at the thought of even suggesting it because it's been like you know, four, it took four years, three and a half years or whatever to get it done and most of that is you know not to put tickets on myself but most of that's me doing like a lot of different jobs a lot of you know throughout every day um so right huge. right like i said it was just yeah this is big <laughs> <laughs> right and you're gonna go even better bigger now for the next one come on <laughs> yep yep that's pretty much how we go oh nice and we'll we'll, we'll get into that again i'm gonna do my best to uh you know not Maybe there might be little minor spoilers here and there, but not major spoilers, because I want chat, everybody watching right now, if you're into alien invasion movies, sci-fi action movies, you got to check this out, all right? Double feature this some bitch. you know what I'm saying? That's, how, that's the only way to do it. Just like when I had Liam O'Donnell on here, you, you got to watch Beyond Skyline, go right into Skylines. Friday night, midnight crowd, get the beer, get the pizza, let's go. That's what we do. And I, I put both of these movies in that category. Double yeah. feature night. Double feature night. Make it happen. That's right. You're going to have yep. a good time. So here we go. So right off the bat here, again, we're thrown right into the war continuing, man. <laughs> like we fast forward a little bit in time. And the opening action, man, like we're, we're just, we got dog fighting, jet flying, 
I mean, we got boots to the ground action here. Again, loving the armor and the suits and the gun tech. Uh, did you did you make any big major changes, or you just kind of kept the same designs for this movie? I wanted to make sure it was similar, but I did um, say to everyone that I'm not that I'm okay if we update it um, and and continue it forward. So the, the suits are similar, but they did have upgrades to the armor to make them look a bit a bit more militaristic and a bit more sort of body hugging and, and feeling. The helmets right. are the same, but we started to add like this war paint and other things on. Yeah. There, so. Yeah. yeah, and speaking of increasing things, in the first movie you had the, the helmets of the aliens on vehicles. Now we have the skulls of the aliens yep. on vehicles. I was like, all right, I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> yep. But yep, again, skull. again, uh, you know, throwing me for a loop again, sir. Uh, we have alien allies this time. You know, so much time has gone by. Amelia's kind of been the figurehead and convinced some aliens we're actually protecting some they're actually in the colony that we're at and you know they're kind of joining the fight you know but at the same time you still have that conflict where the humans are like you can do whatever you want but we're going to still put our skulls on our <laughs> our alien skulls on our military vehicles son all right yep. do whatever yep. you want just don't let them get in our way they're going to you know so you still have that and again our hero of matt still broken He's still yes. broken in this, man. He's even battle damaged. He looks pretty looks pretty badass here. Let me see if I can find a, a decent shot here. Yeah, he's looking... That's a great shot in the film right there. Yeah. Uh, badass. And I love the story he tells of how he got damaged, you know. And I'm not surprised that him and Amelia not, are, are not together anymore. Mm. You know, there was already... You know, it makes kind of sense. So I, I mean, we have a, uh, a new actress playing the character now. We do. Yes. Uh, but it's great to see some of the same characters from the first film come back. It's great to see uh, what Marcus Chambers and Dennis. It's great to see everyone. And, and of course, you yeah. know, Tamur, Tamur in here. You got you to have him in the movie. Yeah. But, yeah, I want, I want to make it all feel natural and in the same universe. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. great to have it with, 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 with Tamura comes back. It was good. Yeah. And when you, when, you, when you have those same characters show up and you're following these characters through this journey... You come, you become bonded to them. You know what I mean. You're like, I know who they are. You know, that's you know, you just come attached, which is good, uh, yeah. which is a good thing. But Lawrence, man, Lawrence, <clears throat> excuse me, McCory. I think I said this ain't wrong. Yeah, no, you said it right. Oh, hey, all right, first time. Uh, he plays my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite, my favorite he's my character, character is your is your favorite character as well. Yeah. Favorite character in the movie chat. Everybody watching. Gary the motherfucking alien son. Gary the alien is the shit. This is my this is my homie. Say we go out, we go bowling. That's right. This is my homie right here. Yeah, I loved him. I loved him playing this character. But that dude, I was already a fan of Lawrence from the Deadlands. I reviewed that on this yeah. channel a long time ago. That is a badass movie. Plus, you know, he's been in Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Lawrence, son, from the from the samurai guy. Uh yeah. but yeah, Gary the Alien, man. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to him. So, uh, what, what what inspired you to create that type of character of Gary the alien? Well, again, it's keeping things fresh. Like I had, I had to do something different. You can't, can't go in and just make the same film again. And really, once I had that idea in my head, he really became not the maybe the heart of the film, but definitely if he didn't work, I don't think anything would have in the film because it's all about 
I guess in a way, like Amelia's big crusade is for the souls of the aliens and how, you know how you know how they can integrate into society, and he's kind of the spokesman for us as an audience right. um, of, of that. So I knew I had to have an alien character that was interesting and could be relatable and not something that you would want to kill possibly and then also have a secret at the end as well so you know there's many different things that went into that character and i mean we saw all kinds of different alien species in this one too so how did you do the uh was it a combination of practical and cgi to do their faces yeah that's that's pretty cool man yeah yeah unlike the first film uh this time we, we went half and half half practical and half cg plus people on set wearing the the armor or the clothes with blue heads on their you know on the heads and half things so it was yeah really interesting but again just another layer of um things to worry about on top but yeah yeah. all kinds of different species uh in this which was which was really interesting yeah Uh, and i even i even dug i might be saying it wrong are they called the voxes what do they call voxes voxes right yeah these were fun (laughs) i had fun with these guys yeah, originally I had a concept out of aliens riding horses, like Gary on a horse, and then yeah. I was like, no, let's, let's flip it and have Matt on an alien horse, like yeah. rather than just the, the, the basic you know thing. So they were actually riding horses on set with little tracking markers on them, and then oh. they took the horses out and put in the the, the, the CGs. Oh, nice, nice. That's how you did that. How cool is that? But yeah, we're opening up with a banger of action. We have this cool escort mission. They're trying to get the humans out of there. Just just a banger. A very great crowd pleasing opening action sequence here and here's our boy here matt he's just come on you maggots like he's having to he's having a blast doing he's doing doing what he loves doing which is killing yeah. those grays uh but yeah broken heroes are, are, are just so interesting this is one of my favorite shots of the movie here right here yep that is amazing like <laughs> i love that <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that bus is trying to get away and the aliens are like, nope, we're coming right after you. But yeah, that's yep, a great yep. shot. Was that a difficult yep. shot to make? How long did yep, it take to it do stuff like that? Very A uh, couple of months just on that one shot. Man. Um, so unlike the first movie, uh, right. I was at this for a long, long time. Right. But yeah, let's let's keep talking about it, man. But again, Matt and, uh, you know, still, still dealing uh, what he's dealing with. He hasn't really come full circle. He's kind of no. just forced to team up with Gary the alien, who's kind of like a translator. Uh, yeah. You know, and Amelia yeah, even so learned crazy. the language. Amelia learned the language as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been enough time where I thought it made sense. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And Matt, you know, he's kind of, I guess at this point, I didn't, you know, it's almost like a buddy cop situation going <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Him and Gary, it's kind of like this this little buddy cop in uh, Indiana Jones storyline that, that they go on to find the, the, the MacGuffin. Um, and Amelia has her own, which is a bit more dark and serious storyline. Right. So I kind of wanted that Empire Strikes Back feel where they I, together together at the beginning and then they split up on their own stories. I enjoy the table sequence here. <laughs> I don't know, spoiler yeah. for chat. <laughs> made yeah. Me laugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, cracked yeah. me up. Um, but uh, uh, this, uh, without spoiling it, this was a, a big moment for me in this film. This is like my favorite sequence of the movie. Okay. This whole cool. sequence right here. I mean, I like a lot of the movie, but this was one where I was just like, oh shit, it's getting real again. And of course, you know, this guy always enhances every scene. <laughs> Tamura's yeah. the man. Uh, yeah. But it's great seeing him return, especially with his daughter and all that. Uh, but yeah, just really good stuff, man. Yeah, it was a much bigger sequence. Like, it, mm-hmm. 
cut down one that hasn't oh. lost anything it, it cut down one hasn't lost what you see now hasn't lost really anything it was just a bit more dialogue and a bit more back and forth between the two right. only because they're good good actors and it was good stuff but i wanted that if pe for people who have watched the first movie because some people haven't and i think this movie has a way you can still watch it without seeing the first one yeah but if, if you have watched the first film i really wanted a scene that calls back on tem killing the alien in the first movie now yeah. he's sticking up for now he's sticking up for the, the alien because you can see gary's and you know a nice guy yeah so yeah great scene very, i, I, I love scene, scenes yeah. like that because it tugs at the heart a little bit yeah and yeah. it makes you go you mother you motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. don't make yeah. me jump into the movie and whoop somebody's exactly. ass exactly uh, that, took us, that took us like five nights of oh nights really just to get that just to get that whole bit where the crowd rocks up and they talk and everything else but uh our boy matt here again still struggling still still uh you know being that broken character, being very interesting, and just, you know, he's just, he's not loving the fact that he has to work with Gary, you no. know? He's really, he's really struggling with some, with some things, but we want to ruin that. But then we get introduced to this guy, <laughs> this guy right here, which I'm sure yeah. from those yeah. comments that you were reading, a lot of, a lot of people agreed with what the, <laughs> this guy was trying to do. I have seen a lot of comments of people agreeing with him. Uh, it was great. It was great to get Daniel Gillies from the Vampire Diaries and that. And um, it was yeah, he's a really really great actor and really method. So when he was on set, it was like super serious because really yeah, we wanted it, we all wanted it to be right. And he's fantastic to work with. But yeah, he just really got into the moment, which was interesting to see for his character in this film. So it was very very oh nice. Wow, he just went straight method. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the war is continuing, man. We're preparing for war, man. We are preparing to at least try to end it here. And it, again, you know, movies with inner turmoil and conflict, and, and you can actually see, you can kind of agree with both sides in a way. Like you can kind of, un, you can understand, you know, where, you know, Amelia's coming from. And then you yep. can understand where he's coming from. Like it makes yep. sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, no, you that's know, how, I, how I wrote it. I didn't want it just to be. I have to take my opinion out of the equation and just think for the characters and just really put it across to the audience so they can understand both sides. Yeah, and another thing about the film is that there's no guarantee. Like, okay, you know what? I understand both sides, but I'm going to go with this character. Well, there's no guarantee that going with that character is, is going to come out fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's very interesting that way. But yeah. This kind of stuff is, is, is like the best stuff for these type of movies, man, which we yeah. don't really get because a lot of, let's be honest, a lot of alien invasion movies are very generic, you know, and you don't really see stuff like that, right? The kind of stock characters, let's bring them in, let's fight the bad guys and or the aliens and let's, 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 let's go home. But exactly. when you start asking questions, see, think of it this way, Luke, you, you know, a lot of those comments that you were reading, right? You were, you, put it this way. I'm sure you agreed with a lot of the comments, but the ones you didn't agree with, think about it like this. You struck an emotion with them, though. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. Like, I, I always say, like, I don't care what people talk about as long as they're right. talking about something. The worst you can, yeah. you can do is after watching a movie is just go, what's for dinner? Like, at least if right. you're talking about something, whether yeah. they liked it or not, it's still, you've got something out of it. So how did you get Ken in here, man? <laughs> Who's always hilarious. I, I love yeah. him in uh, Role Models. Yeah. Yeah, he was funny in that movie. 
Uh, yeah, he was on my list. You know, I did a short list for my casting director of who I think could be in that role, and he was like on the top five. And uh, you know, he responded back well, and we chatted on the phone. And uh, you know, he, he he was in, and that was really it. It wasn't like yeah, it was just for me. I was like, great, we've got. It Ken. seemed like he uh, it seemed like he was having fun uh, with that character in the movie. But yeah, we we only had him for three days, so we had to shoot every single thing with him within three days, which was like super. Oh, wow fast and really yeah um, yeah really a predictable with what we were doing um but he still made the crew crack up like every time we did a take and i've got like b-rolls of him doing other ultimate versions is there any outtakes on the blu-ray uh i don't know if there's outtakes on okay. the blu-ray i know okay. there's deleted scenes on the blu-ray but there's okay. not that would have been funny bloopers always fun uh yeah. but uh this i was not expecting steve <laughs> Yeah. Jason Isaacs, man, that guy's legend too. Did the voice for he Steve? He did. He did. Yeah. It was during COVID. We were filming. We were doing the post during COVID, and I always knew we were probably <laughs> going to change the voice from the onset actor. And uh, he was my first choice, and he responded straight away. And I got to have a thirty-minute chat with him, which turned into two and a half hours of talking about his career. So I got to have this whole discussion, and then he <laughs> did it um, in the London studio while we were in the middle of lockdown, and uh, yeah, it all worked. Yeah, that that guy's great. That guy's a legend, Jason Isaacs. But <laughs> but I I feel if I was an alien, if I was a gray, I, I would be Steve. Just nothing but movie quotes, nonstop. <laughs> kind of reflecting the me, you know. I mean, it's my it's my outlet to be like. There you go. Doing all this stuff with Steve, so I can get it out of my system. <laughs> oh man! But uh, the the finale uh, battle action sequences. Uh, did not disappoint, my friend. I mean, uh, it definitely the shit got real towards the end, and we had like we had all kinds of aerial battles, dog fighting, all kinds of crazy stuff. We yeah, had fighting on the ground, fighting on the ground. But my favorite, I was I was surprised with all of the melee combat fighting we had in here. Yeah. I was actually I love the uh, their weapons. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're cool. I, des- I designed all those. Um, Especially when the, one of them actually it was like a sword, and then when he raised it up, he like flicked it, and it became like an axe. Yeah. That was really cool, man. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. again, to do something different. And um, like you said before about shooting power, like shoot, shoot them up, so it gets very repetitive. So I had to sort of think of other ways to yeah. jazz it up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I actually like that chase sequence earlier too. That was really well done with Gary driving. Oh uh, yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had some straight up alien duels in here, man. Like I was like, "What? We got alien duels, combat fighting, slicing each other up." I'm like, so sold right now. Uh, but uh, the design of these guys here—I know this is kind of dark—was uh, yeah. a little bit predator esque in the helmets. It was very predator-esque in the helmets. Again, I saw them a day before we were filming, and yeah, I know you got the poster up there. <laughs> uh, I have no and, problem and, with this. No, no. When they came in, I sort of rattled off a whole bunch of movies I like, and then they're like, yeah. "Okay," and they came back, and I sort of looked at the helmet, and I went, uh, "It's a bit predator-ish," but you know, we got to film tomorrow, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's fine though. But I like the war paint on it. But but yeah, yeah. straight up alien duels combat. With these badass weapons, that whole fight, this whole fight sequence in this room was great. That might be, this might be my favorite action sequence or one of my favorites in there. 
Is yeah. this straight up just dueling, man? Like alien yeah. dueling? We have the character of Matt, just him going doing crazy shit on the side, <laughs> shooting guns. You know, everyone's just like in survival mode at this point. You yeah. know, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy to shoot, and it was crazy to edit. And um, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't want to cut it. It's one of my favorite sequences. And without spoiling anything, because again, I want you guys to watch this movie. Uh, the scene at the end with Gary and another character. Very well done, my friend. That's all I'm going to say. You. Very thank well you. done. I, I, know exactly spoil it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh -huh. And, thank you. like, and I was cool. like, finally, movie, you got me. I'm so on board with this character now. Okay. Because up to that point, I was like, man, he's very interesting. But, uh, you know. Now it's like let's let's go let's do this now for the next one. So, but yeah, that got me. That's what I'm, I'm spoiling. Good, good. Uh, but yeah, uh, the sequel, man. Let's let's. I know now. Is the script done for the next chapter? The script is done. Okay. Yep. Delivered it to everyone. It's in the middle of casting <clears throat> at the moment. About oh, out, nice. Out with some actors, so that's the long. It's a long process because actors are very busy and they come back to you when they want to come back to you. So. It's for me. I'm just working on other projects while I'm waiting for that to to do its thing. So right, but it, nice. It's going to be soon. Um, I'll see. You know, and uh, once the cast is together, it'll it'll be on on its way. Oh man, I can't I, I can't wait for it. I'm I'm I already I already to show support. I already bought the first two. Like I'm I'm there. <laughs> like I have to have to show Thanks. support. Uh, I guess, but, I guess um, without going into too many spoilers, because if I can't spoil Rainfall, I don't want to spoil the next one. But, right, uh, right. That's why I was just yeah, like, eh, like <laughs> minor spoilers, uh, yeah. but that's it. Not, not yeah, too much. Yeah, I guess all I can say is that it it, it gets bigger. It just keeps keeps building. Oh man, great! Building. I can't wait. And again, I mean, look at all these reviews. Like everyone's just having a great time with this man. Yeah, you know, delivers yeah. the goods, real cinematic muscle, an absolute spectacle, action-packed, full of visual splendor, and now I regret uh, buying it digitally because <laughs> I would love to have a physical copy because I have an all-region Blu-ray player, so I do have some umbrella products already. But I was like, no, I didn't know it was on Blu-ray, but it's all good. Well, it got released in America on Blu-ray last month, so it did. Yeah, the all-region, it's out there. Oh shit! Oh well, that's good to know. There you go. There you guys go. If you guys want to buy it on Blu-ray over here. It is yeah, out over here. Yeah, one one of my favorite deleted scenes that I was held on to as much as I could was a uh, originally um, Tem's character had the baby from the first one. Oh, okay. He was looking after it, uh, yeah, and, and Dan has this whole uh, you know, Matt's character has a whole heart to heart saying that he was there when his dad died, and the whole big thing that we had to eventually just cut. Oh. So I wouldn't say it's a regret, but um, yeah. yeah. I'll work. I'll work the kid in maybe with Arnold coming back. Who knows? Okay, that I would love that. That'd be great because Arnold was a great character. He you was. Know. He was. You don't think I can handle this? I've been married three <laughs> times. <laughs> that was great. Yes. yes it's a good one. But again, man, uh, congratulations on your success for both of these films. Uh, I can't wait to see the next one. Keep the sci-fi genre going and kicking and. Uh, I don't. I don't want to keep you too longer, but let. Uh, what's What's this coming out? This next project. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my new TV series based on a fantastic trilogy of books that I've got the rights to for the last couple of years. Actually, I got the rights back in 2015. I've been developing it. It's if you like sci-fi, if you like alternate history type thing, it's this time travel show that takes a modern fleet of warships and crew back into World War II, and the whole timeline changes, and we follow their stories and. 
it's nuts and uh oh, hugely excited. it's going to be the next i'll tell you it's going to be the next big streaming show like it's really fun i love it so much nice all right so there you go guys something else to look look forward to from luke keeping it sci-fi that's right uh you might you think you might jump back into horror at some point maybe yeah maybe who knows do it do it (laughs) you know my wife who's also one of my producers uh she loves horror so every chance she gets she's always like let's do a horror film let's do a horror film so there's stuff whirling around in my head i just have to find the right moment to do it you have done well luke (laughs) (laughs) you married the perfect woman yes (laughs) (laughs) i like to think so Oh man, well this was a blast having you here, my friend. Uh chat, don't forget, keep keep up. That's right. Don't be left behind. That's right. Jump on the bandwagon now so that way when the third movie occupation comes out, uh it'll be even more exciting, which uh, which yeah. uh, uh ETA on maybe release date, maybe sometime next year. No, no, I'll be filming next year. Okay. So maybe the year after. Maybe the year after. Hey, as long as long as it's coming. It's yeah, coming. as long it's, hey, it's all good as long as it's coming. But I appreciate my, you. my office. My office at work is filled to the brim now with uh, storyboards and concept art, so it's all underway. It just right being in the right time to do okay. it. Okay. So yeah, plus you don't want to rush it, right? I don't yeah. want to rush this one. After coming off rainfall, I know how <laughs> how big it all can get. So like, I'm taking my time and doing it the right way. Right. Copy that, man. Hey, well, this was a blast talking movies with you, having you here on the show. Thanks again for hanging out with the Samurai Guy. Chat, don't forget, Occupation, Occupation Rainfall. Make it a double feature. Grab the beer, get the pizza. That's right. Shout out to Sydney. Keep doing what you guys are doing out there, making cool movies. Luke, keep doing what you're doing. That's right, because you keep making badass popcorn entertainment like this. We will show up to watch. That's right. All right, man. Don't go anywhere, Luke. Uh, We'll see you guys. Oh, actually, chat, if you're watching right now, I'm going to be going live tonight at 10 o'clock. If you want to hang out with me for a live Q&A, hang out with Samurai Guys. So join me tonight at 10. Uh, But until next time, take care, guys. Don't go anywhere, Luke.